The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast, Lessons in Success. And I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. And today we have a guest. Yes, we're excited to have a guest with us to to, uh, all of us to learn something. We have with us Trisha Asher of Asher's Janitorial. Uh, She's been one of the success stories for the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protégé Program. So it's exciting to have her share with you some of the things she's learned. Uh, I think maybe the place to start, Tricia, is probably to ask you, tell us a little bit about a little bit about our business. Well, Asher's Janitorial Services is a full service janitorial service, and we do many different things for your business and for residential, but we do um, things a little bit different, I guess. Um, compared to others, I think that makes us different than our competitors. Why did you start? I think we should ask her because a lot of times we will ask our business owners, you start your business, but I think deep down is the why. Tell us your story. It was very unplanned. (laughs) Um, Well, 15 years ago, 15 years ago this year, My husband and I were given an opportunity to start this business, and it was very unplanned because all of a sudden um, we were in a position of where a family member passed away, and we became guardians of a much younger sibling. We had a toddler, we had full-time jobs, and all of a sudden we started a company to take on this janitorial part of a company. So let's go. (laughs) That's what we started. (laughs) Um, And then we saw a great need for what we did. And we decided to take our talents in other industries and apply it to the janitorial field. Which talents did you Okay, there's a lot to that. Um, I have a chemistry background and my husband has a building and construction background. So both of those married together really bring a different look into the janitorial and building maintenance field. So we looked at the janitorial industry and the janitorial service that we can give all of our customers really differently. And so your customer base are in the medical care field or healthcare field and that has a standard that's different from many others, I presume. Well, we really, our niche, what we're very good at is servicing customers with special needs, whether it be healthcare or people with confidential needs or people with highly secure needs. Um, Those are the customers we really service well. Um, But all in all, our number one pillar in our business is really listening to the voice of the customer. Why do they need a janitorial company and what are they really paying for? I like the way you lay that out. 
makes sense to me. <clears throat> now, you, you have other ideas you're building off of the success of the initial company? Yes, we've had, um, we've always run our business on a Lean Six Sigma platform. Um, so when we started our business 15 years ago, um, there has been a very long, very bumpy road <laughs> um, because a couple years into it, about four or five years into it, I suffered two very debilita debilitating strokes. And um, at that point, I was working, we were both working full time for the business. And at that point, it took every employee, every vendor and every customer we had to rally around me to keep our business going. And at that point, we were such a integral teammate to every customer we had they wanted to see the success of Asher's janitorial. So that right there proved to us as number one, we were doing the right thing going forward. And number two, how important it was that we were doing the right thing. And that went back to the way that we managed and we managed using Lean and Six Sigma, which meant that it put the value on team. And right now it is all about focusing on having each other's back and listening to the voice of the customer. You had me thinking, I was, and you already answered the question I was gonna ask, you must have had a wonderful relationship with employees and customers mm -hmm. for this to happen. And that's one of the lessons I hope listeners take away how critical those relationships are. And I hear you recommending uh, Lean and Six Sigma so that's something I trust you would encourage others to pursue. Right. If you really want to survive right. in the marketplace. Right. And I've used Lean and Six Sigma in every aspect of my life and every um, industry I've ever been in. So I've been in food, I've been in manufacturing, and I've been in janitorial. Um, and I've even used it in the office aspect. So Lean and Six Sigma is industry-wide. You can use it in every aspect of your life. So Trisha, we were talking about uh, Six Sigma uh, and Lean, and do you think you can give kind of a short formula to our listeners? What, what should they start doing, stop doing, or how do you apply Six Sigma in your life if you have some kind of simplified formula? I think the very first step of Lean and Six Sigma, first of all, Lean is the first step. And the very first step in Lean is look at what you're doing and what is wasteful and what is not. What is, first of all, what is the customer really paying for and what is the customer not paying for? If the customer is not paying for it, why are you doing it? That's the first question you should ask yourself. Wow, that's... So you're really looking to eliminate <clears throat> those, those moments you're spending that really aren't mm -hmm. going to pay off because the customer's not mm -hmm. going to pay for them. In lean, it's called the wastes, the yeah, eight wastes. wastes yeah. Yep. Okay. I, my first introduction to lean was a woman talking about how she, they loved to host parties and she taught her husband how to clean up afterwards. 
because he took forever. He was two hours of cleaning up the house when she bought the bed. She finally came out when I watched him and showed him all the places he wasted his time by moving back and forth and doing unnecessary steps. Mm -hmm. The next time they had a party, he was in bed in 30 minutes. And how did you become uh, like a lean practitioner? I think it's interesting for the listeners to hear about your story. One of my previous employers introduced me to lean in Six Sigma. And um, that was a very eye-opening introduction. And that was wonderful. But um, it was also something that I noticed it has to ingrain in the people. So when you introduce a method like Lean and Six Sigma into your business, you have to do it in a way that is positive and makes sense. You can't push it on people. So when you do a project um, like that former employee, employer did with me, you have to sit down and you have to speak openly and honestly and explain it. You're saying it's really much more than just a quick training going off to a tech college or something else. You really have to be there with them doing it. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's kind of all learned to live it. Correct. It's not a three-day process. It is a year of, you know, it's years of doing these projects. And there's tools, many, many tools that you work through these together. Is it fair to say it's almost a culture? It is. It is. And that's what makes so the culture, that particular culture will make your company successful. Correct. If I'm listening today and I'm caught up in what you're saying, Trisha, where do I start? Do I, do I, do I go to be hired by somebody who's going to put me in a project like you experienced? How do I get myself underway in lean? You can start even by one tiny little book or one tiny little research of start with one little um, resource in, in lean one little, um, I started with reading one five S pro, uh, book. And then I went on to how does this apply in, <laughs> this is kind of funny, how to make my Thanksgiving meal easier when I host it for 40 people in my, in my home. And it worked. It worked like a charm, just like how that gentleman picked up after, yeah. after his parties. Little training by his wife. <laughs> right. But it made my Thanksgiving meal go so much easier. Now, you're part of, I presume, a community that talks about Six Sigma and Lean. Other people you know that have done what you've done, are they a resource too? There's a ton of different resources. I could, I could find people to talk to that yes. counsel me that I'm messing it up or I'm doing it right or whatever. <laughs> yep. And it's across many different industries. You don't have to stay in your industry. That's mm -hmm. really, really important. And sometimes the best way to learn is not staying in your industry because you, you learn different things. You have to be open to applying different tools in a different manner. That's the most important thing. I really like that advice because to me, it forces me to make a connection between what I'm seeing here and what I'm doing in my business. And that makes me learn more deeply because I have to find that connection. And that's what's really important is because I've been in so many different industries is when you're really talking about business, business is business. 
80% of it is always the same. It's whether you're making a widget or you're dealing with a service, you still have to listen to the voice of the customer and you still have to do it efficiently to produce that product. Lean helps you produce that product to the voice of the customer in an efficient manner. Why don't you come hook? I gotta go and do some study. I learn more. I've, I've known a little bit, but not enough. I'm dangerous right now. So, well, I mean, because of that, I have to throw out that at uh, Trisha, she created another kind of company because of Lean. She created this software product she's utilizing into her business to be more efficient. And with all the Lean as 5S you mentioned. <laughs> Well, it, it started with 5S and it started standardizing a lot of our processes. And then what happens is we created programs and lots of different programs. And like you said, one program in particularly that we really created and use as an intricate centerpiece of our business and the amount of programming and standardizing that we have done throughout our business is substantial and it is all about your process flow throughout your business and so um, that's another thing that as you get further in to lean is your process flow to cut more waste out of your business so that's what these programs have done you're helping in another way and you know those of us who have been entrepreneurs and we go to sleep at night thinking about it, and we wake up thinking about it in the middle of the night, let alone at breakfast time. Uh, where am I going to find the time to learn to do this? And you're saying the product, the, the return on investment is going to be significant. It, mm -hmm. It's worth the, the time I put in because I want to get a lot back mm -hmm. relative to that investment. But you're missing a really important part here. Really important is that it, you can't do it alone. You have to create the culture within your business because if it was just me doing everything by myself, I would be in this tiny little bubble. But it's the lady doing the inventory. It's the gentleman doing the estimates. It's the gentleman doing all the projects or it's the person out there doing the cleaning. We're all one huge team. And so when I talk to them and say, what is your frustration? What's happening here? It's through their frustrations and it's through the hurdles that they, they have to go over that we understand more of what we have to achieve. It's because that is what we find out. Am I right in understanding then that what, we're bringing, when, when we go to Lean Six Sigma, we're introducing change. But one of the ways we can achieve that is by saying, tell me about your frustrations with what's going on in your job right now. Understand that if we work on this together, Lean is going to help us clean mm -hmm. that up. You're not going to have those frustrations. Right. And by working together as a team, they understand. And by having that open, honest conversation, they understand that they're only making their job better. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wants to go to work and bang their head on the wall? Nobody wants to do that. And if they understand what kind of culture they're coming into, they are more than happy to work together as a team. I, say, I love the fact, too, that I can then turn and depend on you to get that piece done that I then have to mm -hmm. take and transform in another way because we understand in common the, both mm -hmm. the language and what we're trying to accomplish here. One of my primary jobs is 
execution and follow through. My number one priorities is making sure that we together as a team are successful and people are not coming in feeling frustrated. This has been very helpful. It really has. And obviously the engagement. And I know that in the janitorial business, the turnover is huge. It is. But I know something called Tricia. <laughs> and I know that you don't have as high turnover we because don't. of all the yeah. steps and processes you have in place. And, and, and the, as a result of all of this, you're building that team built around Lean and Six Mega. You're building a team that understands the members of the team in a unique way. Right, because we really do care. I mean, I really do want to know what's important to them and what's important to the customer that that's, that's who's paying for it and that's how we do it. So there's a lot of different aspects to that. That doesn't mean that we can't do it successfully together. Absolutely. So, Tricia, thank you so much for joining us today. I think that it's a wonderful new fresh uh, look at how we do business and especially with your huge success, we really, really wanted you to share your expertise and experience with uh, some of our listeners. You're actually an entrepreneur in lessons and success as our first guest. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Trisha. you. I would like to thank everyone for joining us today. I'm, of course, Anna Steinfest. I'm joining today by my co-host, Michael Troyer. And of course, you heard our guest speaker, Patricia Asher. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.